Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. We're just going to start because well, I, I mean, don't care. That's a good one. Like, you can start with Lost and then move into Carlton Cuse and then... Okay. So, Lost. 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 <laughs> lost. Lost. We're almost done with it. Yes. I am four episodes finished. Uh, we're not going to do a rant because I ranted. We both ranted enough on the sports side. Sure. So, we won't, we won't really rant that much this week we're talking about loss it's going to end up in Iran anyway so. it always does so yeah yes I I am they have Benja- young Benjamin Linus which is that a fucking knock at the door yeah welcome to Paul Paris Nerdcast where we run down what we are currently watching focus on the most interesting stories in TV movies and video games and get mad about the smallest details. This Ant-Man trailer gave me a boner. <laughs> we'll start with that, that. That is, that's one hell of a lead-in right there. Ant-Man trailer gave me a boner. Yeah. So, like, so quite. Okay. It looks like they're kind of cutting out the shenanigans for this one, and they're right? going, like, I didn't even see... Uh, Straight Al Swearingen on it. Just get to fucking... They did get to fucking in that trailer. <laughs> I didn't see his boy, uh, who should have the... I want to say Luis, but... Yeah, feel... it's not. That's why I stopped. You know who I'm talking about. We yeah. always talk, he needs a buddy movie with uh, Korg. Yeah. I didn't see him in the trailer, but... Well, and now I'm forgetting the actor's name. It's Pen- or Pena's his last name, I think. But... It's not Jose Pena? Or is he a baseball player? <laughs> Could be. I just I say that because Pena just no I know just curb stomped the Yankees. Michael Pena, okay, and he plays Luis. I, oh, I you were on. You know what? I was not being ignorant. I actually <laughs> you knew what you were talking about. So uh. the it looks like the same. You open the except this is the quantum realm. Yeah. it's not the multiverse, right? Right. But you would think there's. Like, same as, like, like a black hole. Like, at one point, you're going to hit the epicenter, which is where all matter dissipates. Which is why Kang... Comes out the other side. Is... Yeah, because Kang can do both of them. Although Kang, and we will get to him, is... Might be more powerful than Thanos. Like, not strength-wise or anything like that, but dude can... Well, he's got, like, control of, like, half the universe, right? Correct. Yes. Like, you can literally kill him, but he doesn't care because he knows there are an infinite number of him. Right. And, Which, uh, at the end of Loki, he basically said, he was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that, like, like that was the good version. And then there's other... And know. there's good versions, there's bad versions, right. there's indifferent versions. There is, I'm going to fucking burn this place to the ground just because I want right. to versions... Which I yes. feel was like kind of part of the setup is that so we know Kang's coming in, but which Kang are we getting? Right, because he so offers they could very them e- easily have like start off with a good Kang, and then well, that's the thing. And then at the end, he's like, you know, I can help you, but at what cost? Is what's in my head like right. the the not the understood portion of that knowing who Kang is. Like 
I can help you get back because you know I'm I'm a nice guy, right? But yeah, and then it ends. Am up being, I really helping you get back? Or is it to or and also too is like is that version of Kang in the quantum realm as like a punishment? Right, because we don't get know. out of the quantum realm, and then you're unleashing evil, the evil king or the supreme evil king. Because there isn't there. On Earth, I, I want to say it, the like, one to rule them all, but it's yeah. not. It, but that's kind of what it is. Um, <laughs> the quantum realm is Mount Doom. <laughs> so the quant—that's what I, I was getting at. That like the quantum realm, everybody I thought as as just not so much as a place with fucking beings and shit in it, but more a uh, a Bifrost thing. Like you just. Or like a way station, right? Yeah, this motherfucker had a whole civilization down there. Well, so it's like that's what up there or whatever. I only say down there is because um, they're always showing. I wanted to call her Renee Russo, but it's not (laughs) Renee Russo. It's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Yeah. Okay, because she actually says it. She was like, "The quantum realm is like underneath our realm, or something like that." Right. So it'll be interesting how they do that. But so, but this is my other thing is that is you would think too that since it's going to be part of like said multiverse right saga so to speak yes because we do know that so what if the quantum realm can also like same as they did like through time that's what I was just about to say with because that's how they beat Thanos is they went through the quantum realm to travel through time right. Which I guess answers my question from the get-go is that Kang is the master of all time. Sure. And so clearly he can get to the quantum realm. But I'm, yeah, I'm wondering about that city scene. Is that right. is that within the quantum realm or is that an outlet that they took into some other To get out of the time? quantum yeah. realm to get to that? Yeah. I, it might make sense because... They show him running and they show the spaghetti shit in the back a la yeah. Doctor <laughs> That is going to be awesome. So it could be they were run because that's a trope of the multiverse at this point, sure. right? We've seen it several times. Well, and two, we were Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Did they establish? And going to go completely like science nerd on this, of course. Is is the multiverse because like? So are we talking string theory here? Or is it multiverse because of a time travel paradox where you have like there, there's a singular point in time and then these other realities branched out? I think that's it. Yeah. And the only reason I think that's it is because Loki hinted on that when they were talking about the sacred timeline. Right. But something happened. Right. Is that going to split it, it all off to the spaghetti theory? Right. Well, that what so called? that's what that. Yeah. Well, the basic under or like if if we're talking we're like, really go here we go yeah, we're gonna go like sci-fi Stephen combined Hawking. with but yeah so string theory is is that there there's multiple universes operating at the same, same time, time at right. different vibrations yep. or, I mean to give it a really bad <laughs> simplistic view of it but like well, but if we're doing know, the Bill old Hicks, sci-fi trope yeah Bill I Hicks know, just yeah. said that we're just multiple vibrations living never mind go ahead right and he had to be destroyed in our universe so that he could exist another one right um <laughs> look up bill x if you don't know genius um but anyway or or in this case like typical sci-fi trope is is that if like somebody travels back in time and then 
even your existence then creates creates the branch which is what we saw in loki so and back to the future right so that that i don't feel like 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 you said i think i think loki points more to that particularly right, that with the big if, event if, at the end if at any getting point on any one of these timelines something right. has changed that shouldn't have been changed through time travel or what other means yeah then it creates even more right branches it's going to create alternate realities based off of the original that timeline. one point ground zero versus it being like what the scientific theory is is that whether it's string theory or bubble theory or whatever that there's just there's just infinite, the infinite number, number right. of universes and all running yeah. uh, concurrently or not which in this case would be whatever Ricky Henderson <laughs> approves it's Ricky Henderson <laughs> whatever my He's speaking whatever to Ricky Henderson wants to do yeah. Ricky Henderson so like yeah all the all the Ricky Hendersons across the universe and oh, are you son of a bitch are not because of distinct ones it's but but so each like each one is yeah. its own entity which is why Kang it, is the man it broke because he off, can bounce from it broke off bet- from the original Ricky Henderson but to get off the Ricky, Ricky Henderson, Henderson bit here but yeah like like and maybe that's the thing maybe Kang is the is the originator of the split so and so therefore that's how he he could literally I mean maybe to get way out there, transfer consciousness between his. Well, that's what I was going to. So, versions. who was the? It wasn't. Who was the girl in Doctor Strange that can travel between Miss Marvel? No. No, it was um, uh, it was something like patriotic, like America. Oh. Um, um, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, something America. I, I forget what they determined her superhero well, name was, she but. could bounce between right universes and, and her physical being could correct. exist and all and of, i think yes. i think kang's the same way maybe not physically but mentally mentally yeah. which allows him to control everything even though he's good kang or bad kang and like also he, would corrupt his brain to the eventual point you would have a severe men you know angry version and we got that we um we briefly got the Kang face. Like it yeah. looked like he had his I don't yeah, know what they're gonna call it. But not it. full suit. Um well at one point it looked like he had the full suit. Right, but it actually, wasn't but it but was not hazy the, and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Um if we get the full suit, I will lose it. Fuck these people. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them. No, they, they it's just everything they don't put they don't put them in proper order anymore. Nope. And even I, the Marvel wiki, yeah, it's, uh, um, doesn't put anything. I don't in want order. credit order. I want, excuse me. Wow, that came out of nowhere. Um, you want? Yeah, I know what you want. So, well, I'm I'm trying to remember if they gave America a. Uh, oh, it was just America Chavez, but she, Chavez, she's gonna have. Thank you. I a, knew she had another name. Uh, she's one of the Mar. Well, she's not Miss Marvel because know who Miss Marvel is. Right. She is. She's an entity. Huh? Unto, unto herself. herself yeah good on her um you know who else is an nc unto himself who i don't know <laughs> ricky henderson um i was i stopped myself that's why i said i don't know <laughs> but apparently too so uh, uh rumor is ant-man's daughter is i forget what her 
she's going to become a superhero. Is, is that who the, is in the trailer? Yeah, Cassie. Right. Yeah. Which it's it's the third actress. They they keep recasting that person. That's but, why it was um, confusing. Um, and I understand that it's aged a little bit, but the kids hasn't aged out. No, no. I mean, I'm assuming it's some like contractual He's thing not or Walt whatever. Yeah, who had to be <laughs> aged out. Literally. Yeah, Kate. I don't know what's going on with the hair, babe. You got to grow the hair back out. <laughs> and I only saw you for about three and a half seconds, but got to talk about the choice of hairstyle. I'm also very interested in the setup of. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, like being like, like when she's like, "Oh, you don't want to go there because right. I know." I didn't about, think she like, was like. I just thought she was. Yeah, just kind of floating yeah. for a while. Yeah, like not a like not obviously like a genius, but Ant Man's not a superhero. It's the costume, right? Yeah, she just seemed like a fucking witch. Well, and that too, like she. She, she clearly had like like she had like a Mad Max experience, right? Like when she was gone, yeah, like like she's the quantum realm Furiosa, and she's gonna oh she she's not missing an arm yet, and you're gonna and you're gonna get these like really good flashbacks I of fucking hope so. her having to exist in the quantum realm with Kang, yeah, yeah. Oh, they can't do it. I was gonna say, imagine if one of her flashbacks was her playing Catwoman. <laughs> Imagine, like they could just go back and be like, "Wow, I'm a cat in this universe. What's going on?" And then just real quick. Or I mean, if they if they just bring back Christopher Walken at some point, I say bring back or like just throw him in there. I mean, we know Bill Murray is going to be in it. So who's he? I have no fucking clue. Bosley, I don't know. <laughs> Someone in oh, you motherfucker! Someone in the quantum room. All right, we wasted all of our time on this. Do you want to go to Andrew? Or are we just going to go right to? Henry Cavill with two L's, by the way. Well, just yeah, and I, well, it autocorrected. I don't I'm know why. I'm fucking um, with you. No, you're right. Um, well, real quickly, Andor's in a pivot. Where you? What episode are we on? Uh, it's on episode seven. Yeah, no, no, no. But there's like there's like twelve episodes in the season. And you said it's pivoted a couple of times, right? Like after the third episode, it switched gears. Well, so you know, first you know, first couple episodes is just establishing establishing everything then, in the universe. Got it. And then it starts building up to the first big storyline. Right. But like, I forget what other series we were talking about this, but we're getting multiple storylines in one. Well, season. I mean, that's kind of how all of these shows have been going. Yeah, but there were there was one that oh, uh, like Sandman. You know oh, how like yes. how you had like three different yes. separate storylines in one season. Yep. I don't know if Andor is going to... It's probably going to do two, but, like, so they finished the first one, which establishes... Um, I always want to call him Calrissian, but he's not He's not Lando. He's not Lando. But, but Andor, and then now... I could make up a name for him. But, or, or it's Cassian. Cassian Andor. Cassian. They're, Cassian. Not, they're not getting that original anymore. Cass. Um, but so... <laughs> Mama Cass. <laughs> Big Cass was a wrestler, so... Um, Big Mama Cass. <laughs> Big Mama Cass Andor. Just don't eat a sandwich. All right. So, <laughs> but yeah, so they finished his big introductory, but it was a really good, like, kind of great train robbery right. sequence. Yeah. And then now, uh, of what I've seen of episode seven, which I'm, I got about like 10 minutes left in it, 
but it's like they're now pivoting to the next part which is going to feature more um Stellan Skarsgård and um I always is forget Is this a care. one season thing? Are they literally leading up to the movie? On IMDb they have it right now for two seasons. So they and both seasons are going to be 12 episodes. So it will not end at least immediately to the Rogue One. I I think that's where the series is going to end. Well, of course, that, yeah. yeah, that's I didn't know yeah. if they were doing season two or season just season one. I I don't know. I'm my guess is at least another one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's getting nothing but great reviews, yeah. and they can't. Well, and IMDb is not wrong usually when they have like two seasons. Yes, yeah. no, they they know. Listed. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're just like it's verified two seasons. Yeah. So, or it's been a not approved um confirmed yeah that's another word renewed Yo, oh, yeah 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 there we go i don't know how i didn't think about that but i thought you were switching over to the last point oh no no, no. that's just henry fucking cavill coming back as jesus christ i yes. mean superman he, he well he's same thing he's gone thank you that's exactly where i was heading with that <laughs> he got beat and then resurrected and then he was Superman. <laughs> or then he landed back. Oh, my <laughs> Okay. So, hear me out here. So. <laughs> just, just the look on your face when, he, like, he was, everything connects. Yep. So, <laughs> he was he was crucified. He came back, right? Then, then everybody was like, oh, he's going to come back a second time. Yeah. Well, the meteor hit, and he came back. So, he's back again. Until well, the Rock gets a hold of him, apparently. But I'm well. Glad. No, no. This is this is because of the Rock. Oh yeah, because you know why? Because the Rock won, and we're gonna get more into this yeah. in, in a minute. But because the Rock always envisioned Superman, Black Adam having yeah. the fight. Well, and and they have to have the fight. Well, and and as I know, there's some people out there that that disagree with it, and I'm I'm not gonna talk about the quality. Well, we know how the Justice League stuff ended. Um, but the first Man of Steel movie, I thought, was fantastic. How could you not think it was fantastic when Michael Shannon? Shannon? Shannon. Yeah. Shannon, not Shanahan? Yeah. No, it's just Shannon, yeah. Okay. When he was playing Zod? Yeah. Kneel before Zod. Well, in that... And like, hint, they hint, nailed all that, and I get yeah. why people were pissed off, because Superman doesn't kill anybody. Who gives a fuck? He had no other choice. But, well, I mean, they haven't done it live action yet. And I want to say in the Batman, they they do reference it. But there's um, a a cartoon series, Batman Year One, which is all about Batman learning not to kill. Yes. Which is what the Batman... Right. That it started with him being the true to the game. I'm going to go around and I'm going to do so, bad things to people but it, it's so what what's going to be interesting this turn is that he's uh cavill's not going to be playing a Zack snyder superman right he's he's still superman right and they are not going back to fucking him landing on fucking earth and like they're going to pick up mid super like superman is already established yeah. superman well, no, and and now right. That's what the right. Well, this is just well, rumors. yeah, and I've, we well we've stated before, which is 
Um, oh yeah. After after all the fracas that went on between Warner Brothers and Henry Cavill, what would be genius is, and clearly they're listening to us yes, because they um, are. and we'll get into that in the next in the next segment. But yep. it's it would be like okay, just have him do like thirty minutes a movie, and you do the villains of the Superman. World. Okay, when we've talked about this ad nauseum. That DC is all about the, Rose, the villains. The Rose Gallery, yeah. Right. Uh, Marvel, their superheroes are crazy interesting. They right. all have nuance to them. DC, it's all... Most of the heroes are just white bread good guys. Say, well, and DC guys. say James Gunn James Gunn uh, apparently someone at DC Warner Brothers whoever the fuck is running that show listens to the pod or they just have fucking common sense you think the one dude who has in the last year produced two popular DC properties the Suicide Squad and the genius have series of Peacemaker. Um, I, I would put Peacemaker in the top two superhero serial TV shows. Loki was up there. Yeah. Um, but it, it it didn't have the humor. No. No. It didn't hit in the... every high point. <laughs> like... Oh, Jesus Christ. So, and we said it. We were like... And we've been saying it forever. They need someone to head DC someone, moving forward. Someone who understands story. Someone who understands. Like I, I hate to use this term because it's a wrestling term. Like you know, and it's long term storytelling. Yeah. Right. And not hot shotting everything, which I, and I get it that these the generations now need instant <laughs> gratification, right? Sure. I need it. So to have someone like James Gunn step in, and I'm sure he won't completely pump the brakes on everything, but he will let it breathe? Well, I think it's like, I think the way that the the biggest question mark at DC right now is Flash. And, but... What was my text message to you? Uh, I, I, I believe something about I wanted to talk about this and Ezra and, Miller right. bringing back Ezra. But so with because you have like Black Adams out now, uh, sh- uh, the Shazam sequels coming, which is was a good property to begin with. Correct is that's coming out in the holiday season or or right after. Um, I think they skipped the holiday yeah. season because there's a few other. You know, like well, Black the last Panther one was a out. Christmas movie, so yeah. So um, I just I don't know if they delayed it or adjusted the release for everything else that comes out at the holiday season because so, it is not a quote unquote Oscar movie. It's right. more of a popcorn movie. But the big thing 
with with the flashes is now they have to see what's going to happen with Ezra Miller's criminal cases. Correct. Even though they brought him back to shoot additional scenes. Yeah. And we don't know if that's for anything else or if that's just strictly for the flash. But it's like, let's just put it this way. Uh, Ridley Scott had to do that because of Kevin Spacey and he brought in Christopher Plummer and Christopher Plummer got an Oscar nod for it. Once again, you know, not winning, which is a crime in itself. But we could well, do a whole we, other episode. I was episode just on, about to say we could do a week's worth, <laughs> and I mean seven days worth of Christopher Plummer episode. Yep. Um, but oh, yeah, it's you know, we did, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just I need to give a shout out to keep continue. Okay, Lindsay, so. Uh, who just passed away? Oh, oh, fuck you. Yep, yeah. yep, there you go. Continue. A, a wonderful Southern gentleman. Um, yes. Um, wonderful. I was going to say Lindsey Graham, although they did sound the same, but we're not going to get into that. We will uh. not get into their... Th- oh, you know what we will say? Ricka Henderson is the best Ricka Henderson there is, and I'm not saying that. Go ahead. Um... Fuck. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a fever. You totally threw me off. Uh, wow. But yeah, so or I think, and also too, with with James Gunn, and I forget the other dude's name, but I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know anyway. that other guy anyway. But, um... um well, Peter okay. Safran. Yeah, so... Who did, Shaz- who did the Shazam movies but, and The Conjuring. But totally to um, boost ourselves up. We, or in the we, we we can say we fucking called this, whether yeah, it is and, by and name on, and it's it, no we did it by but, name. Well, no, there's that, but we also said so with with this transition, and they they had done like like they picked the guy who had done DC Comics, yep, and they temporarily put him up there, yep. and then now they're like okay now no we're really he going was to... in charge when James Gunn did right. his thing right, and they just went. Well, so now they're doing instead of just saying like oh like so, Gunn and the other guy are part of DC Studios. Peter, Peter Safran. Yeah. S A F R A N. So they're they're now branching it out. Um, I I should say branching out. They're they're mimicking what Disney has done, but when. But before Disney bought Marvel, what Marvel did on its own, which was like, okay, we we're, need, we're just going to do a studio correct. to do the live action And, and then stuff. what we're going to do is we are going to set up the hierarchy as right. Feige runs everything, everything goes through him. It, it's the Vince McMahon. Uh, say it right. K-E-V-I-N. Keevan? Processing. Processing. Uh, you're right. K-E-V-I-N. <laughs> Processing. Processing. Analyzing. Okay. Analyzing. So, yes. <coughs> so. Yes. And and so DC took that and ran, which is what we've been saying. Right. Zack Snyder's a director. He, he can't control an entire universe because he has a specific style. There's that a bad works joke for, in there too. But, oh, uh, yeah. but, a specific style with a specific tone. But you can't use that 
for everything, which is what DC's entire thing's been. They were like, oh, Batman's dark. We're going to make everything dark. And they tried to differentiate with Wonder Woman, but they kept going back to the same shit. Right. Well, and, and, and clearly there was a problem in the in the studio administration that when they got Wonder Woman 84, somebody didn't read that and go, the fuck is going on exactly. here? Exactly. They went, um, oh, we made a shit ton of money, yeah. so just continue yeah, doing go, what go, you're doing. Go. No. Like, they let's not a, have some they weird, creepy... QC or audit yeah. going, you need to stop this. Well, and so, you know, Gunn's background is he starts as a scriptwriter. Yep. And, you know, does the Scooby-Doo movies. Which are fucking beautiful, and I've watched them all sure. hundreds of I'm times. I'm sure you have. Yes, you know. all of them. And, and then... Rubber-raggy! Well, and then... You also have to remember, before he came into MCU, they were doing like one director here, one director here. He does Guardians, and they were like, okay. They didn't have a theme. Right. Or, not a theme, that's stupid, that's a dumb word. They didn't have an overall vision. But also, it was that thing of like, well, we're going to do a different director for each movie. He does Guardians, and they were like, uh, okay, that's yours. Right. Because he did, he nailed it on the first one. But... But then they also, they split that, and then yeah. the Thors became the Thors, and Guardians, and right. that trickled into Spider-Man, or, or whatever. So, he has a specific, I'm not going to say tone, but well, vision, can, for lack of a better term, a well, uh, and again, theme. He, he, can do, he can do campy, he can do light. Correct. He can also do... Like blood soaked, like you know. I mean, he can evoke Clive Barker, yes, Wes Craven, what, and all that. Sam Raimi did it, yeah. God damn it, I love you, Sam Raimi. Um, I hope that uh, Evil Dead New York uh, works out for you because I really love you. You know, that's happening. Uh, I did not, but I. There's, I now have a chub. There's a new <laughs> well, Evil Dead movie coming out in in the city. In the city. Yes. So, well, Marvel has a track record of hiring the right director for the right project, but still keeping it within the same universe. Right. But that's what I'm saying is that James Gunn was that first. Right. He tied like, everything together. Like they were trying different things, and then when they got Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy, it was like. Oh, this is the like we need to try, you know, our good directors who are untested in the major market. Exactly, and so he was able to tie in the serious tones of the yeah. the the MCU, which there are some serious tones, um, not as bad as DC. Yeah, but and that's why he's amazing for DC. But they brought him as an, a change of pace, right. thinking, okay, well, we're a little lighthearted here and there, but. He, ch- all right. We're gonna heap tons of praise on him, warranted or not. But he ch- changed the way that the mainstream, not nerds like us, or the hardcores, but the outside, you know, the moms. Well, that's of what I'm saying universe. is, is that most people I talk to about the MCU, that's the jump off point. Guardians is yep. when they really they were like, oh, I really love that movie, right. I, I mean I want to say out of like out of like phase one and early phase two, 
Guardians was like my mother's favorite. That's just, it was for, like for the diehards. It was like and the goofiness and all that. You know, you had your Captain Americas and your Civil Wars yeah. and all that. That's the hardcores. We love that shit. But that's when they went with the Russo brothers, and then right. they stuck with the Russo brothers, and then we got. And the Russo brothers, the remaining Captain America and exactly. Endgame and Infinity War. But you, you need to, <laughs> which I mean, evolve. Like, those is, dudes is came the, out of Community. They directed Community episodes. They go back and watch Community. I need to re- watch. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. watch the whole thing. Oh yeah. I know. We talked about the movie last week. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So no, that's my little drop in on on on, on this episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop because there's point three point two seconds left, and the Pelicans might be Dallas. But yes, um, MCU has been able to evolve and adjust and shift and pivot depending on the a character's movie story year. And DC has been like, oh no, this is how it's always been. Yeah. Well, and that and 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 going back to Snyder is that that was too much to put on him which was yeah. like okay you're going to start with this one movie and then you're literally going to do every movie in this and like and they didn't pick that up so, from Marvel of like no no it's it's like you need and that and that's what Marvel had going from essentially the incredible hulk onward which correct. was Kevin Feige was like okay I'm going to be the one that's going to oversee the story he is going to be the I need to get fastest point from point A to point B right. we're going to do that alright this is this is where we need to be but he never stepped in he never nope. wrote a movie nope. he never directed nope. a movie nope. he nope. never he started he just said yeah. we need this yeah. is where we're going yeah. like in the next 10 years this oh god I can't believe it. this is our 5 year plan well, no, but I mean, he, he or Kevin Feige to me harkens back to like Robert Evans, yeah, and old, you know, uh, the the great producers of the golden and silver age of film, and that like they're the ones that make it fucking happen. Mm-hmm. They they put the pieces in place so that greatness or and I I mean no, I know what you're saying. I don't want to. So put, this is like, what's up, but. Now I'm going to plug in somebody yeah. who can take this, my idea, right, in the entire story, this chapter, as it were, and I'm going to give it to a genius, somebody who is, yeah. that is what they do, and you, you run what with am I, it. Yeah, it's like, or you had like Daryl Zanuck with like M, M, MGM, and like MGM yes. movies had a signature to them. So it was, and like, and that's the and, thing, and that's it. Every, signature is a good, yeah. That that is a perfect word. Like a serial killer has a signature. What we're saying is, never mind. Go ahead. Well, yeah, and so, but yeah, I I don't believe uh, like there's no better hands of somebody who was trained in MCU, and then has proven his metal in DC. And to go, as we said, when when Peacemaker came out, why the fuck aren't they handing over everything to him, to him on yeah. a silver fucking platter? And they just did. So, which we're probably not going to get to House of Dragon. We may get to that next week. But so it leads me to my final point of: Was this done in reaction 
to Dwayne Johnson slash The Rock and Black Adam and him flexing. Well, saying that like he has the vision for the future of DC and he wants Henry Cavill to come back and all of that is that no, them I... saying okay we understand and this is what we're doing or going hey Dwayne stop we got this under control I think and I'm just saying if you look at across the board what the uh, discovery yep bought from which Turner which and we've Warner. talked about. For well, I mean, like, like there's there's shit happening at CNN. Yep. In uh, this, it was because I mean to to announce it now. There were months of negotiating that, the and timing, contract. Yeah. The timing just seems. I'm not gonna call it shady because it's not. Who well, gives a shit? It's it's a benefit to everyone involved. First off, is that. You think James Gunn is going to go, I'm not listening to Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No. You mean a guy who could shit right. on 35mm film and release it right. and make $2 billion worldwide? It's, it's not a bad idea. It's not like you have you have a, a hugely bankable star. One of the top seven yeah. at this point? Or I put him in the top five. I was being generous. Yeah. But, right, who is just going I to make money. Say, like, I mean, the only person who out monies him is Tom Cruise at this but, point. Uh, well, so I'm thinking that people are going to go to movies just to see an actor. Yeah. Denzel, Tom Cruise, The Rock, maybe a couple. Leo? Not anymore, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. And so, Denzel, not anymore. I mean, I'm just, I mean. There's still... I mean, let's wait for Oscar season, but you know, I mean, who knows? But um, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, I mean, like, in the in the climate that we're in, oh, good. another movies, good word uh, is that yeah, I mean, it's that if and and most likely too, The Rock is saying that kind of stuff because James Gunn, James Gunn, and the other dude are like, you know, hey, what you know what, you start. Like right, you, you are you are, and don't. There's nothing against Henry Cavill or Jason Moma or Ben Affleck or any of those. But they're not that big. They are all fantastic actors, but they are not going to bring in the casual like The Rock is. No, it's just. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Well, and I put he it has this way. to come out and say, "I'm not running for president." Like, I that's how am, big. I've he been is. a Rock fan since he was a villain Rocky Maivia okay <laughs> just just saying I, I was a fan of his dad's that that's what I'll say <laughs> I just aged myself but exactly <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> so well, it's the best of both worlds at this point you've got this movie coming out that is clearly already killing it Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or, or, At the box office, I would say. Well, no, no. It's like the the one thing, or because we got about one minute. Um, yeah. The one thing that worries me is is when you let talent lead story, which is always. But I started this two weeks ago or three weeks yeah. ago. That I don't know how I feel about The Rock flexing and well, trying to take over. It, it's it, He's a great talent. Well, so he needs to be 
more on the you know like drawing in other actors right i don't want to say pr but he needs to be the face yeah the face of it well same as like how the mcu has been able to if you need a change in your condiments go to the gdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat from their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce they have everything you need so stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Restart. Okay. Oh, okay. So the red door is a lot like the <laughs> temple door. It sounded like I said temple door. He is Our the dumb. other. He is the other Dumbledore. He's the. It, he's. He's the stepbrother. He's Dumbledore and Jace. (laughs) So you don't know about that. Um, But, so, we are... That could easily lead me to something I could be angry about. Well, go ahead and be angry. So, like, like, they get to the temple, and then there's the awesome Japanese guy, and then he, like, dies. Immediately. Yeah, like, the fuck? Like... That, that's one of the things that irritated me about the last like two seasons was they would introduce these new characters and you're and, and I like I get it like I don't want it to be like Walking Dead where you introduce a new character they're there for a season and you really love them and then they kill them but and that's a whole other <laughs> but like particularly get, that will, one guy like, will, like the awesome will. temple master who, who was set up to be like Bruce, like the Bruce Lee of the island. He he was, yes. Who loved baseball, by the way. And then yeah, it was God, like... The, the glove and the ball that yeah. fell? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Faraday, he just went away. Yeah. Charlotte, the ginger, she just went away. Uh, Lapidus is only there for like a minute. He doesn't die, so we won't, we won't take that against him. But... But we... But he was a great side character. So, <laughs> what I didn't realize until watching at the you know seven hundredth time. time was that when Lost comes back and he takes Ben on his journey yeah. to visit the smoke monster, like he is clearly telling Ben, "That's me." Yeah. At this point. He disappears like Superman does. Yeah, I, I went there, Henry Cavill. Um, he's not in the same place as Clark Kent or Peter Parker. He goes away, and then the smoke monster come, and he judges Ben. But it was blatant how obvious it was that John Locke was the smoke monster Yeah. at that point in time. I don't know where I was going with that other than Lost knew what it was doing and it projected a lot of stuff but god damn you motherfuckers but everybody was still pissed off yeah which I guess we'll we'll get to bitching now um everybody was angry for no reason like take the final episode out of the out of the equation. Sure. Okay. And and I haven't gotten there again. God. Ooh. Damn it. That was all on Sheesty. Sorry, there's a hockey game in the background. Yep. Stanley Cup champs versus the Rangers. Um. Where where was I? So, so you, you you take the last episode or like the last 
main wrap up episode. The last yeah. 120 minutes where it's all like this, this, this. Where Jack's the savior and all that, yeah. Right, and he looks up and yeah, that was Shisti's fault. But if if you get past the, oh, they're in purgatory, oh, they're not, Jack Shepard told them they're not, blah, blah, blah. Like, they cleaned up most of it. Yeah, so that was that was always the the thing that I had to keep telling people because we're and when we started this journey on the yes. pod was so I I was that dude at the beginning of every new season I would go back and watch all the old seasons S- same and same. so um, by the time we got to the last season it was like oh like you know I'd watched season five at least twice mm-hmm. and and so as i'm watching season six which is what i mean by saying i've watched it yeah hundreds exactly. of times because we've watched well i don't previous, know how many previous seasons before we watched the final season blah 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 so go ahead yeah and so i know i'm over 10 on season one at the least but um but yeah it's and so as we got into the f- final season i'm already knowing when that comes out on DVD, because right. this was before streaming was really, and we good. all both we both like, own all of the series okay, on I'm DVD. Gonna, I'm gonna rewatch it, and I know I know they're gonna answer. And then the so the first time I rewatched the final season, it was like, oh, they answered that, they answered that, yep. they answered. You now, get all granted, these check boxes. It's not in the best form. I don't give a fuck. But they did, and I remember people, and then by that point. It was all out on DVD, and eventually it made it on streaming, and people are watching it for the first time. And they're going, "Oh well, they don't. They don't do this. They don't like." Yes, they do. You gotta. It's like you have to know what happens. It's, it's like and a then you David go Lynch. Yeah, exactly. Movie. Like you have to watch it several times because guess what? You missed the original point of that thing that you're bitching sure. about, as well as the bow tie, as it were. Right, like a lot of the details are buried. Right in the in the benign. The, in... the numbers are the perfect example, right? Everybody bitches about oh no, <laughs> everybody bitches about the numbers, but it wasn't a aha moment. It was a oh look, we're in this cave, and every name has a number associated right. with it, and the numbers were associated with the survivors. Yeah, just. It was kind of throwaway. It wasn't a thing. It took like two minutes to explain. And people were like, oh, I didn't get any fucking numbers for six years. I didn't understand. But they told you. They told you why the plane crashed. They told you why the smoke monster was the smoke monster. They they explained well, most and then they, of it. And then the ultimate irony is a show like Law sets up the public for something like that. So then when you get to these more recent TV shows oh. and they're going like, oh, they explained it, but they didn't explain it in the right way. Or they got to it and they got to it too quick and Who being like... fuck? That's an opinion. Well, I know, but it's, it's like, that's the thing is that like, you all were complaining about the inverse with laws. Right. And now, like, for instance, Game of Thrones, it's like they wrapped up everything, but they didn't wrap it up in the bow that you wanted it to be. I didn't give a fuck. I right. I read book one, yeah, of the Game of Thrones series, and I had no problem with but, anything yeah. that fucking happened. 
But the thing is, like Game of Thrones, you don't have to go back and rewatch to to pick up on this stuff. But then people were still like, "Well, it's not the way I wanted it to be." Like, well, okay, okay. tough shit. Again, go out, like, go to Hollywood and fucking be a showrunner. Yep. If you think you're better, do that. Like, I had. I guess I'm. I again. I, I guess being a wrestling fan since I was like six. Yeah. I'm okay to suspend. I was going to say, it's like, unless you're a wrestling fan or a soap opera fan. Yeah, which like, I can I will spend... say this. I was drawn in by my Nano at a very young age to The Young and the Restless. It wasn't The Young and the Restless. It was... Was yours Days of Our Lives? Nope. And it wasn't All My Children. It was... Uh... General Hospital? No, maybe... It was All My Children. I apologize. <laughs> oh, ooh, that was a good one, too. Yeah, it was. Okay. But it's like, I'm still... I'm still at so my I... age going, like, how the fuck is Victor still in the... <laughs> you know? Like, I watched Dallas as it yeah. happened. Oh, and Falcon Crest. Remember that? And Falcon oh, yeah. Crest. And I watched mm. uh, Miami Vice. Like, I, wa- I grew up on all of this stuff. So... I'm I'm okay because yeah. I I'm an adult and understand that I didn't write the show and the everybody's read a book where they were not satisfied with the ending same thing it's just a different medium like everybody has their well to get on a fantasy, larger concept fantasy too, booking quote is unquote that what we're what we're also referencing is so it's is it nowadays nowadays wow yes indeed yeah, we did, just went there it, yeah but it's in in what people are used to is serial television where one episode leads into the other and one. and every every and episodes even, ended yeah. as a bow tie and you may have a a story in the background right and the but when we were growing up, everything was episodic, where one episode stands on its own. Like, yep. Cheers never nope. was, like, this ongoing storyline. Nope. Except for, like you said, in the background, like, Sam and Diane or whatever. Same with Although Friends, everybody hated, I hate to say that. No, Friends is garbage. Right. Um, well, it's... But it's... Uh, but like 90210. Like MASH. MASH, uh, MASH went on Star longer... Galactica. MASH went on longer than the Korean War. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. Every one of these shows we were talking about lasted longer than the Civil War. That's true, and uh, including Battlestar. Um, but but that's the thing. It's one like, of those things where well, Magnum PI. I can go on for. Well, I was gonna say ever. where yeah, like the original Battlestars. Yeah, they were they were told in in Star Trek. They had their lore, yeah. right? But each episode was taken taken as a. I'm going you, to take this one piece you of pick Hershey it up chocolate bar in and syndication in yep. like season three and not, and you wouldn't need a precursor nope, to any of it. Not at all. Whereas you, now. You wouldn't need yeah. a recap, a two minute recap before. God damn it. <laughs> a two minute recap of what had happened before. Right. You wouldn't need that. But that, so. Nowadays, you, you absolutely need it. But to bring it back in, though, it's like, so like. When we're talking about Dallas, particularly like the JR being shot, yeah, and stuff, dude, they, that was they would do it where like at the end of a season you'd have a two-parter episode a or a three-parter episode to be right. continued to at the where bottom. it was like a three-episode serial arc. The A Team, 
And so that's what, but that was one of the things that made the early 2000 or mid 2000s, like whether it's Lost, Mad Men. Twin Peaks uh, might have started that. Yeah. And HBO HBO with Oz. Yeah, they did. Yeah. HBO mastered. Well, again, like. They're the uh, inception point of this. I would say too, like storytelling. Uh, HBO did it like, or and Alan Ball to give him credit. Six Feet Under mm. is is one where you you the series is an entire story, and like it's not like one season for it's like every season leads to the other. Correct. And then the finale ties every Everything fucking together. season together. And these, I guess, for it, it's funny that. as the generations move on like the attention span gets shorter but everybody wants long term storytelling now yeah which is fucking fascinating to me yeah and then it gets three episodes gone and they're like god damn it I need to know the answers to this yeah like pick your poison man Do do you want everything wrapped up in a bow in one episode because I can give you a Bones episode or a CSI episode. Sure. You know, in CIS. I can give you that. Or do you want true storytelling? Yeah. That. Do you want it to be good the long haul or do you want it just to be good here, there, and everywhere? Exactly. Because yeah. you need filler episodes. Like, all of that is understood. And I know that House of Dragon, actually, two of the shows, well, you can go back to Foundation, too. Like, a lot of these shows get shit on for being slow, but you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, you either need to build characters and situations in an environment that you care about. Well, I mean, well... If or you just burn no. through fucking shit. I'm not... I'm. We yeah, will, I, I we will deal te- with Foundation. I just teed that up. When the... Uh, when the next season comes out, because that that's a whole other discussion. But but, but you also it's or, or, in talking about what we remember versus what's going on today. Uh, yes, and I do want to get rid of this because I want to get it all. Say it, like, say it, because SNL is this. It's, it, that is the. It's so bad. So SNL might be the. And I get it, it's not a serialized TV show or anything, no. but it has been around forever. You expect a certain level of storytelling, for lack of a better term, but cohesion for well, so each individual episode? Well, or so my thing is, is, and it's, and this is not going to say like when we were young and watching it with like Dana Carvey and Phil Hart. Well, no, no, because we were spoiled. That 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 and, is true. And Eddie but, Murphy and Gumby Man and well, James like, Brown well, and, and but Wayne's World and I can go on. And you're already mentioning it, but you go back to the original one, like whether it's the Blues Brothers or the Bees or the Coneheads. How about and this? What, Chopping broccoli. Yeah. I've heard that since I was six. Sure. Chopping broccoli. Angry old man on the on the news desk, but yep. And so what what I do find interesting about the last few years and what is I, I and again I continue to watch it because I want I want to see how it progresses because it's like it's 
it's you know every now and then I check in on the Simpsons and and again I understand. so do I, I and I did the Family Guy this week yeah, too. I don't I don't get the Simpsons anymore, but Family I understand guy. that like it's not meant for me anymore. Nope. Nope. And same with Saturday Night Live, but at the same time, like that's what depresses me about Saturday Night Live is is that you're. It feels to me like they're going too much for for the demographic, I guess. I thought you were going to say it. Go ahead. Finish, and then I will say it. Or, or it's like all their jokes are geared towards kids that I teach. Here's the other thing. They have built... And not that I don't get it, but... No, 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 no. They it's have built their, their new... Trope. Identity yeah. is they have built that entire show around host yeah. and music. And the music tends to, okay, I'm going to be old here, tends to be the same thing that you just mentioned. That yeah. Like late teens, early 20s, yeah. humor slash music guest slash... Which I totally get because... Uh, so like, do I. It's the same way, like, when our parents are sitting there and we're making them listen to Pearl Jam. Right. And Nirvana and shit like that, but, you know. And they're like, I don't understand And actually, I don't mind it, like, this last, trust me, I don't mind seeing Megan Thee Stallion. Neither do I. I don't um, give a fuck. My thing is, is that we're, as, as we were rattling off at the beginning, is one of the things that has always made Saturday Night Live key to culture is by not pandering to their audience, but creating characters. Correct. Whether it's like like we said, like Angry Old Man, Church Lady, Wayne's World. Yeah, you said Church Lady. Um, Gumby, James yeah. Brown, or uh, the are uh, the Spartan cheerleaders, or oh, God damn it, I forgot about those. Um, you, I'm you blanking have... on like the on on like the Will oh Ferrell wait the um the the. The disco chicks, Ro- yeah, the, the, the Roxy guys. Thank you. Yeah. The, the night at the Roxy guys. That, I mean, that was a little simple, but yeah. But but yeah, I mean, or or Goulet, Robert Goulet. Jesus Christ, <laughs> who else did they have? And another turnover. Um, but it, it's like even in recent memory, uh, Keenan's "What's Up with That" show, like that shit is hysterical. Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. You know, like all of this shit. We're not far. But something that, like, at least every other episode, makes it on. And what it's was a, the poetry thing? Thoughts from... Oh, uh, Deep Thoughts with <laughs> Tom Handy. Thank you. You know, just <laughs> shit like that. Like, you expected every week to bang like that. Okay, yeah. no matter what happens, Deep Thoughts right, is yeah. going to be a fucking banger to this week. <laughs> yeah. Every every time, you yeah. know? Or... And there were some weeks okay. it didn't hit, but sure, yeah. yeah. But... Okay, I have this host. I know they are gonna fucking. Kill. They're gonna murder this right. last movie that he. Well, was, that's where uh, he or she what was, was it? in. Uh, um, Stuart Smalley. Yeah, but you like, know when they had Michael Jordan on, looking in a mirror, saying, "I'm good enough. I'm smart thank enough." You. They had the big show. It was seven foot wrestling giant. The same thing. Like or just, when Chris Farley was interviewing Paul McCartney, like. Was it like being in the Beatles? <laughs> and, so how'd you feel? And everybody at home's cracking up because like those are the same fucking questions you would ask because you can't.
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>